What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Malari. So tonight, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57, we'll be kicking off in just about an hour and a half from now at 6.40. I'm going to give a quick preview of the game. I already did it this week on my radio show on Tuesday night. But as I said, I'll give another episode, give a quick preview, and give my game day predictions, and also talk about some stats that I'm going to break down, maybe give some insight to the game, maybe see if it changes your opinion of who you think is going to win or not. I'm still going to stay with the Eagles winning the game, even though I want the Chiefs to win. I'm going to stay with the Eagles winning since that was my prediction originally, and I feel like anytime I do change my opinion, whether it's taking an exam and in between answer choices B and D, or in general, when I'm thinking about anything else and I change my opinion, usually when you look back, you say, I wish I didn't second-guess myself. So I'm going to stay with that 31-27 prediction. Uh, Obviously not the one that I want, but at the end of the day, it's the one I'm rolling with. So 31-27, Philadelphia, unfortunately. I know I said if the Eagles were to win, uh, that was my prediction, 31-27. That's what I think is going to happen is Philadelphia winning. But if the Chiefs were to win, I said I think they would win a game like 34-24, maybe win by 10 points. I think it's going to be a close game no matter what. That's why 34-24, 10 points makes it seem like it's obviously a little more than you know, two possessions, so it's not as close as 31-27, but I think it'll be a close game no matter what, and maybe it comes down to a fourth quarter who has the ball last. So now a quick preview of the game. Patrick Mahomes becomes just the second quarterback of all time to make three Super Bowl appearances in his first six seasons, joining Tom Brady, the only one that's ever done it, besides Mahomes. And if you look at the Chiefs this year, obviously going into this year, trading Tyree Kill, you'd think their offense would get worse, right? They led the NFL in points per game, passing yards per game, and most 20-plus yard plays on the season. So very impressive. Obviously, the Chiefs have a lot of firepower in their offense. Travis Kelsey's great. Isaiah Pacheco, seventh-round rookie running back, has had a great year for them. And you also look at some of their other receivers as well. Juju Smith-Schuster, he's been banged up a little bit over the course of the season, but he's still a good receiver. I'm a big Marquez Valdez-Scantling guy. I think he could have a game today. I'm hoping Valdez-Scantling goes for about six catches or 65 yards and a touchdown. In his last game of the AFC Championship versus Cincinnati, he had six catches, 116 yards, and a touchdown, and a long of 29 with an average of 19.3 yards per catch. That was a season best in everything. Receptions, yards, and a touchdown as well. He only had two touchdowns in the regular season and then added that one against Cincinnati and also had one versus Jacksonville. He had a six-yard touchdown catch against Jacksonville in the divisional round. So, He's coming off two straight games of touchdown catches. I think he could have another game, make it three straight games for him scoring a touchdown. I'd love to see that, as I said, since I'm a big fan of him. But at the end of the day, I just want the Chiefs to win. So no matter what the score is, no matter who scores, that's what I want to happen. Since when you're a Giants fan, you can't really root for Philadelphia because of the rivalry and then obviously them beating us in the divisional round uh, this year in the playoffs. So let's keep talking about the Chiefs really quick, then I'll get back to Philadelphia. So this is their third Super Bowl appearance in the last five years. A very impressive stretch for Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. And then just today, a new headline comes out. Andy Reid, this could potentially be his last game being a head coach in the NFL. He could make a decision after this game of whether or not he will be back next year in Kansas City. And they've created a dynasty in Kansas City, and that's the thing. That's why this is such a big situation of whether or not Reid stays or not. Since when you have the right head coach and the right quarterback and the right system, everything works, right? You look at the, the, the Chiefs system, right? You have Patrick Mahomes making his third Super Bowl appearance in six years. Only one of the quarterbacks done that. As I said, that was Tom Brady. Then you also have Travis Kelsey, most playoff receiving yards in NFL history for tight end 1467 the most are tight end ever and then you have Patrick Mahomes who's as I said has been just a highlight reel his entire career in the NFL and that's why I think if Andrew Reid were to go it makes a big difference it kind of reminds of the situation last year where before the Super Bowl 
with between the Rams and the Bengals last year, you had Sean McVay come out saying that could potentially be his last game, and then same thing with Aaron Donald. And they did the same thing this offseason as well, but it wasn't before the Super Bowl. But Donald and McVay both returned for this season, and then we'll be back again next year as well, even though they've done it now two straight years contemplating retirement. We'll see if that happens for Andy Reid, whether or not Andy Reid stays as a head coach. Obviously a big question mark since they obviously need him in there. The Chiefs aren't the Chiefs without Andy Reid as the head coach. So hopefully they keep him, and, and obviously hopefully things work out for them tonight. Hopefully they get a win. But if they were to win, maybe he goes out on top like Peyton Manning did. And one last thing I want to note about the Chiefs before I switch over to the Eagles. Patrick Holmes has won 10 straight starts versus NFC opponents since losing the Super Bowl in 2021 to the Tampa Bay Bucks. 10 straight starts versus the NFC. He's won all 10 since then. So that's an impressive stat there. Now I'm going to talk about the Eagles. Second-year head coach Nick Sirianni gets the Eagles to the Super Bowl, holding the same record as the Chiefs have. Both of them are 14-3 heading into this game. The Eagles are favored by one and a half points, and I do think they have the better roster, as I said on my show on Tuesday night. I think they have the better roster, and that's why I'm going to roll with them winning this game. And they blew up both teams they played in the playoffs, the Giants and the 49ers, winning both those games 38-7 and 31-7. The defense is great. They had the second most sacks in NFL history in a single season with 70 this year. So very impressive run for them. And then you look at their offense as well, averaging 28.1 points per game, which is third best in the NFL, and only giving up 20.2 points per game, which is seventh best in the NFL. And and points allowed on defense per game. So that's impressive on both sides of the ball for the Eagles. They obviously have been dominant in both aspects of the game in offense and defense. Jalen Hurts has a lot to do with his success this year. 3,700 passing yards with 22 touchdowns and six picks. Also added in 13 rushing touchdowns with 165 rushing attempts at 760 rushing yards, averaging 4.6 yards per carry. I think he'll be running the ball well tonight. I think he'll maybe run for 55 yards, 50 to 55 yards, I'd say at least. I do not think Hurts is going to reach the 238 and a half pass yards over under. You look at his last four games, 315 he had against the Bears on December 18th. And then after that, 229 versus the Giants in the last game of the regular season. 154 yards versus the Giants passing in the divisional round. And then 121 yards passing versus San Francisco in the NFC Championship. Obviously, both of those numbers against the Giants in the Niners in the playoffs, a lot had to do with the Eagles being up 38-7 to and 31-7. to I don't think he's going to reach the 238.5 passing yards and his over-under. He's only done that one time in his last five games he's thrown for over 238 yards. I think he's going to be under that tonight, but I do think he's going to run the ball effectively, maybe for 50 to 60 yards on the ground at least, and obviously he extends plays with his feet. And his shoulder has been healthy, obviously, uh, going into the playoffs. They said he was getting back to 100%, and now they had two weeks off before playing in tonight's game. So his shoulder should be ready to go and well-rested. And then on the other side, you have Patrick Mahomes and his ankle injury that he's been plagued with since that Jacksonville Jaguars divisional round game. He did play pretty well, uh, even with that injury, in the AFC Championship game versus the Bengals. They say he's getting very close to being 100%, and he's basically back to the way he was before the injury heading into tonight. So we'll see if that plays a role, but according to the Chiefs, Mahomes is ready to go, and he's in a good spot. So we'll see if he's actually able to move and keep his mobility. Obviously, in the pocket, Patrick Mahomes is a lot more different of a quarterback than he is outside the pocket. He's great both in both regards, but when he's in the pocket has time to throw, there's no one better. And obviously, when you force him to throw in the run a little bit, he's not as accurate, even though he is good in the pocket and outside the pocket. But in order to be Patrick Mahomes, you want to keep him outside the pocket, keep him moving around, especially with that ankle. When you keep him in the pocket and let him throw from the pocket with time, He's going to tear you apart. He's going to tear you apart. The, the Eagles have a great defensive line, so he's not going to have all day to throw. But the condition of his ankle is definitely a storyline heading into this game. Speaking of storylines, one of the biggest ones is the Kelsey brothers. 
Jason Kelsey, the center for the Eagles, and then Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Chiefs, will be facing off tonight in the Super Bowl. And this is actually the first time ever that two brothers are on opposing teams in a Super Bowl game. So obviously that would be a storyline that they'll talk about a ton on the broadcast as well. Both those guys have their own podcast together, and they talk a lot uh, during the season, breaking down how each team between the Eagles and the Chiefs has played. And I think it'll be interesting to see what they have to say come this week after the Super Bowl ends, whether or not Kansas City wins or Philadelphia wins. One of them is going to be leaving that game, obviously upset, and we'll see if they are going to really elaborate on it. But I guess if your mama Kelsey can't really be mad about it, since either way, you can't really lose, since one of your sons will be winning a Super Bowl. Both of them have one Super Bowl ring each. Obviously, Eagles winning in 2018 over the Patriots, and then Kansas City winning the Super Bowl in 2020 versus the San Francisco 49ers. So no matter who wins, one of them's going to be chasing their second ring tonight. So that will obviously be something to follow and pay attention to. A couple of guys I want to point out on the Eagles. A.J. Brown, they quiet him right at the day of the draft, the NFL draft this past year. And what an acquisition he was. 88 catches for 1,496 yards and 11 touchdowns. Then you got Devontae Smith, another wide receiver, one. 1,196 receiving yards on 95 catches and 7 touchdowns on the year. Going over to the other side in Kansas City, Travis Kelsey has been elite his entire career, and this year was no different than any other for him. 1,338 receiving yards, 110 catches, and 12 touchdowns on the year. Juju Smith-Schuster is second on the Chiefs in receiving yards with 933, adding in three touchdowns and 78 catches in 16 games played. As for Isaiah Pacheco, I mentioned him a little bit earlier in this episode. 830 rushing yards on 170 attempts and five touchdowns in 17 games. Jarek McKinnon, backup running back who gets a lot of action in the pass game, has 291 rushing yards and a touchdown on the year. McKinnon out of the backfield, though, as a receiver, has been very effective. 512 receiving yards of 56 catches and nine touchdowns on the year as a receiver. And Patrick Mahomes loves throwing to him out of the backfield, so I think he'll probably get some action today out of the backfield. Obviously keeps the Eagles defense guessing whether or not McKinnon's in the game to go make a big play on a wheel route or he's in the game to be a decoy in the pass game and maybe he'll be pass protecting. We'll see what happens there, but they'll definitely use him in ways they've been using him all season, moving him around a little bit out of the backfield, whether he's running up the field, running a streak, or he's running out routes. He's a pretty good receiver and has really good hands. So I think Mahomes will be looking for him out of the backfield today, especially when the Chiefs' uh, offensive line, if they were to give up a tough play uh, trying to protect against the defensive line of the Eagles, Mahomes is going to have to get rid of the ball and maybe he looks to McKinnon and dumps the ball off to him. As for the defense of the Chiefs, the number one player on their defense is Chris Jones, 44 tackles on the year with 17 tackles or loss and 15 and a half sacks with 29 quarterback hits, adding in two forced fumbles in 17 games played. He's been great on the year. And then you also add in a couple other pieces on that defensive line that are pretty good. Frank Clark, five sacks on the year with 39 tackles. Carlos Dunlap, former Cincinnati Bengal, great. Four sacks on the year with 39 total tackles in 17 games played. And then you got George Karloftis, a, a rookie pass rusher out of Purdue. He has 33 tackles on the year with eight tackles or loss in six sacks. That's their pass rush that you have to go for. As for the Eagles' pass rush, a couple guys that I want to mention that the obviously the Chiefs have to be game-planning for on that offensive line since their defensive line is ferocious. Hassan Reddick, 16 sacks on the year with 49 total tackles. Josh Sweat, 11 sacks on the year. Brandon Graham, 11 sacks. And then they also have Javon Hargrave on the defensive line, who's had a career year for the Eagles, adding in 11 sacks total uh, as a defensive tackle with 60 total tackles, including 10 for a loss and 16 quarterback hits. So their pass rush is great. And then you look at their secondary. James Bradbury has had quite a year. The Giants ended up 
having to release him during the offseason since he had to get under the cap. He has three interceptions in 17 games played for the Eagles this year. Darius Slay, another great cornerback in the NFL. One of the best in the business, 55 tackles, adding in three interceptions in 17 games played as well. So the Eagles all around, I think you have the better team. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, I think he's the better quarterback. So sometimes you end up rolling with the quarterback that you think is better. And Patrick Mahomes, I think, is a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Even though Jalen Hurts has had a great season, as I said, MVP caliber season there for Jalen Hurts on the year in Philadelphia. So we'll see what happens in the game tonight. My original prediction, I'm going to just roll with 31-27. Philadelphia winning the game, and even though it's unfortunate as a Giants fan to say that, I do think they have the better team. But Andy Reid's a great head coach, and every time you count out a guy like Andy Reid, he comes back and beats you just like Tom Brady's done it. So I would not be surprised if Andy Reid gets revenge against his former team in the Philadelphia Eagles and beats them tonight. Nick Sirianni actually was a former offensive assistant for the Kansas City Chiefs in the past as well. So both head coaches were employed by their opposing team in the Super Bowl at one point in their career, which is pretty interesting. So we'll see what happens in tonight's game. I know a lot of people are looking forward to Rihanna as the halftime show. Obviously, that should be exciting as well since she's one of the best in the music industry. Uh, and then Chris Stapleton is doing the uh, national anthem. So we'll see what happens in tonight's game. I'm going to roll with the Eagles winning 31-27. I do think Patrick Mahomes is a great game. I think he throws for 325-plus yards. I think Marquez Valdez-Scantling can have his third touchdown reception in the last three games. He adds one tonight. Coming into tonight, two touchdown catches in his last two games. I think he adds one tonight. I think he has a very good game. I think he's a very underrated receiver. And if you look at the Kansas City Chiefs receiving core, Juju Smith-Schuster was banged up a few weeks ago. Kadarius Toney was hurt as well. You never know what you're going to get out of Kadarius Toney when he plays. Obviously, he's a very talented player, but you never know if he's going to be hurt and, and not be able to go. And then you also have Travis Kelsey, a great tight end that you can throw to. But Kansas City's looking for someone to step up. Miko Hodman has been banged up. Juju Smith-Schuster has been banged up. Kadarius Toney's unreliable when he's been banged up. When he does play, though, as I said, he's a very talented player. The Chiefs need someone to step up, and I think Marquez Valdez-Scantling will be that guy tonight that steps up and makes some big plays for them. And then obviously Isaiah Pacheco out of the backfield. Hopefully he has a good game as well. It makes it a little bit easier on Patrick Mahomes and his ankle. If you have a good run game, it makes it all the better for the quarterback. It makes it easier on them to succeed. So we'll see what happens tonight. I think it'll come down to who has the ball last. I think it's going to really come down to that, and I think it's going to be a very close game. I'm going to go with the Eagles winning the game 31-27. I think Jalen Hurts is a very good game. I don't think he's going to throw for over 238 yards. I think he'll be under that, but I do think he can run the ball effectively and maybe run for 50 or 60 yards on the ground. And then Miles Sanders, Philadelphia needs him to have a good game since it always makes it easier on the quarterback if you can run the ball. And Philadelphia, for the most part, has been running the ball very well in the playoffs. They ran the ball very well against the Giants defensive line and then even San Francisco's as well. So we'll see what happens in the game. But anyways, that will conclude the episode. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it. Hope you guys have a good one. Enjoy Super Bowl Sunday. And hopefully whoever you have winning the game ends up winning. Best of luck to everyone that's an Eagles fan and a Chiefs fan. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. And hope you guys have a good one. Thank you.